Welcome back to the Battle of Sexes podcast. I'm your host, Mahomes Boys, with my co-host, Portal Combat and Southern Sassafras. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. We are back from Thanksgiving break. Back, baby. I hope everybody had lots and lots of food. Too much. Yeah, too much. Agreed. So we are looking at the, we're right on the cusp of the playoffs. Like, I mean, we're, we are two weeks away with this week and next week, and then we'll start playoffs. Um, I think we have, you know, some good stuff to talk about the matchups from last week. Um, there was a lot of waiver transactions yesterday and then just kind of the playoff births of some of these teams. A lot of people are coming back. There's some teams that are slipping and see where we're going to be at. And then, you know, talk about the commissioner's tip, the bench portals, benchiest player and Sassafras's Cajun Creole. I think it's really interesting too, because anything really could happen. And this week and next week, because so many people, I'm just looking at our league and it's one, two, three, four, five people are six and six. So really, if, if you know, you lose the next two weeks, that's going to impact it. If you win the next two weeks, that's going to have an impact. So really the top, uh, I mean, the top, like I'd say one to three positions uh, are pretty set in stone. But the last three, three through six, I think it's anybody's game right now. Yeah, you guys are definitely battling. And uh, you two are both in that mix. Yep. It'll be interesting to see how it, everything plays out. Uh, Girls Rule locked it up um, last week. And then I pity the Fools in for sure. Uh, she's still battling to get that number one position um, where Girls Rule's already locked in the bye week. So I pity the Fool and Dax to the Future kind of right there on the cusp of who's going to get the bye week. Not, bye weeks notoriously are bad in our league, though. We'll see how that works for them. Just yeah, Mortal Kombat, if you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So um, you guys want to just jump straight into the matchups or, or we'll talk about Sassafras' Cajun Creole and then we'll jump into the matchup. So what do you have for us this week? Okay. So the spiciest is definitely Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. He had 229 rushing yards, two touchdowns, 303 scrimmage yards. Um, and that the 303 scrimmage yards is a uh, Raiders franchise record. He made some history on his last game. I'm thinking they're probably going to re- want to renew his contract or he's going to have the option of going to a team, you know, with a pretty good dollar sign behind it this next season. And then the blandest is going to be Zach Moss. He only had 0.20 points and he only had one carry in that game. I'm really surprised I wasn't on that on that list, so I'm, I'm happy I, I skirted it. I, <laughs> I, I totally expected my name to be brought up there. Definitely had a lot of close contenders for that. Yeah, absolutely. But we have the uh, benefit of having Smooth Chubbs in our um, <laughs> league, so that helps. But, you know, speaking of Smooth Chubbs, he did pull out a victory against me last week and uh, hasn't set his lineup since 2019. <laughs> so... That's pretty impressive on his part. Third win of the season right there, baby. Yeah. His projection versus his total is shocking. I mean, he really did way better than was anticipated than his yeah, projections. I'm very well aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's a tough loss right there. I mean, I had Hurts put up 35 points. The rest of my team just kind of was average. Like, I didn't really have anybody, like, put up the huge numbers like T Higgins did or like my, uh, Miles Sanders or Justin Jefferson. Like he had a couple of people just blow up and the rest of his team didn't really do anything. And it, I just, I couldn't overcome it. Like I kept watching the score and uh, going into like 
Monday night, I was like, well, if Fryermuth puts up about 40 points, I should be good. <laughs> he did not. Nope. So in hindsight, I probably should have played uh, Watson. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, yeah. You're, you're getting this benchiest player. <laughs> I had a feeling. I was not expecting <laughs> you to be the first game picked about. Yes, you definitely got the benchiest player. You could have changed your fate a little bit here. And even though he could have too, because he had plenty of points on his bench, uh, he was not going to change his fate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Wa- uh, Watson. I picked him up in our other league and started him. Uh, he's been he's been pretty good in the last couple of weeks. Should have uh, should have definitely put him in there. I, if I would have put him in, I would have I would have won. You know, if I would have swapped Mike Evans, and I almost put Watson in. But I was like, I feel like Mike Evans is going to have a big game. He's going against Cleveland. And Christian Watson was going against Philadelphia. So I played the matchup, and it didn't work out for me. So Christian McCaffrey kind of let you down to less than 10 points for him. Yeah. So he just happened to have a really good week that he had a good uh, defense. One of his wide receivers went off. You know, a running back went off. Justin Jefferson, I mean, that's just been his saving grace this whole season. So. Not saved him much because he is definitely in last place. So you be going to the toilet bowl with me. Be a good time down there. <laughs> Bunch of turds getting flushed down the uh down the old crapper. Uh, I I am definitely going to be in the bad bowl. I don't think I can even win out at this point to to be in contention. Maybe next year. So you don't think if you're seven and seven, you win the next two weeks? It would take you guys all tanking pretty badly, and there's so many six and six teams. Somebody's got to win, right? So somebody's going to win. That's true. Yeah. It's possible, I I guess. I haven't really done the calculations, but it's very, very slim. Babe, I tell you this every year. Just win in your money league. (laughs) I am in first place in my money league, so I'll take that. The rest of my leagues I won't talk about because they're all bad. So let's move on to Mitchie's Minions and Bald Eagle. 11th place versus now 7th place. Steve's trying hard not to uh, wear that t-shirt, I tell you. He's making trades left and right. Or uh, not trades, but he's making favor waiver pickups left and right. He told me today that he'd probably have 100 moves before the end of the season. So, yeah, I, he I, also I also got the benefit of going up against the lowest scorer this week, mm-hmm. and he scored the second lowest. I mean, he got very lucky with the matchup. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and Higby just—I don't know if he got hurt or if he—I think he maybe. I think when I looked at him for the blandest, I don't think he got any um, passes. Or had any interaction with the ball, maybe. Um, and that, you know, Rams team has a new, uh, well, the quarterback is filling in while uh, Stafford is going through his injuries. I mean, that played a role in that, but. I would stay away from anybody on the Chargers team, man. Like right now, they are not Chargers. I'm sorry, Rams team. They're a dumpster fire of a team. They felt very far from grace from last year of being Super Bowl winners. So uh, I think that I like, I mean, if he would have played Lamar Jackson over Tua, that would have made a difference in the outcome of the game. Not enough to get him to win, but it would have been a lot closer. A lot closer, um, yep. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. but I would have probably played Tua too. He's playing against Houston versus Lamar Jackson playing against Jacksonville. And I, losing. I don't blame him. Ah, that was a fantastic <laughs> game, wasn't it? It was the best. Uh Border Combat and I were at that game. It was it was incredible. There was actually a couple people, a couple other people that are there. So uh mention minions and um i, I pity, pity the four four. there as well so great game awesome game yeah those games doing the down to the wire and you're actually there that's pretty 
pretty, pretty good. Fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It looks like Mitchell Binion's he, he's he's trying hard. He's moving people around. You know, Paris Campbell, I think you probably he'll probably start looking to step away from him if he can. Samaji P. Ryan, I could see him kind of going away from him because I think Mixon is back this week, but he has Mixon, so he kind of was smart with picking up the handcuff, right? So yep. if for whatever reason Mixon can't play this week, he's already got that slot in, which is really small, smart. I'm sure he dropped Mitchell. We'll talk about uh, Fab here, here in a little bit in the transactions, but um, I'm sure Elijah Mitchell's gone because he's on IR now. But if you look at um, if you look at Bald Eagle's bench, he has a lot of people on IR. A lot, yep. A lot. Yeah, four people. So, a lot of people are getting hurt right now. Really just had his fingers crossed that, you know, that they would come back. He's probably in the position where I'm at where it's like, okay, look, I'm, I'll am i put up some points, but what is it really a point to, like, start getting it, the waiver hard? And you know? he has Kamara on his team, and I know he was out for several weeks earlier. He just well, Kamara got, like, nothing, ago, right? nothing going. He had, and well, he had two fumbles. Yeah. So. I think this part of the year is very difficult if you have someone in IR, especially if they have the potential to come back in the next few weeks and you're going to go to the playoffs. It's almost like you don't want to – you have to think about that week-to-week win, but you also have to think about, uh, do I really want to like hold on to this person? I think I held on to Waller a little too long. I finally ended up dropping him, but then I was like, well, he's back next week, so like, should I have done that? You know, So it's hard. because, And then also if you think about dropping him and putting him on the waiver – or even trading them, the potential to someone else, then someone else in the league is going to get them and maybe have that upside in a couple weeks. So I think this is a, a difficult time when you have uh, people on IR and, and yeah. what to do with them exactly. Cause then they're just filling up an empty spot on your, on your bench. And then you might miss out on potential waivers. I don't know what you guys think about that, but. Yeah. I think that's where you really start looking um kind of pivot toward trades but like you said everybody's trades are closed though you can't trade oh yeah that's right yeah and everybody's bench is kind of like that like it's a whole bunch of (laughs) hurt people Mm -hmm. well i mean i blame the nfl for that it's week 14 and we have six teams on bye week this week they had to go they had to go 13 weeks of playing non-stop and if i heard um on 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 like a like a news report or something that six teams are on bye Five of them are out of playoff contention that are on the bottom that are on the yeah. bottom this week. So yeah, it's I like, doubt that's a coincidence. That has that has a lot to do with it, right? The NFL screwed them by making six teams have a bye week in week fourteen. I agree. That's, that's too far out. All right. Um. So good luck, Mitchie Minions. Uh, you got a heck of a heck of a ride up to not to beat. I pity the fool because she's she's doing well. So let's uh let's pivot to that game. Um. I pity the fool versus one to a hill where she squeaked out a victory by. 20 25 points something like that <laughs> she put up her, her projections and colin did not yep you guys take away guess uh biggest blowout of the week oh it is correct yep smallest margin blowout though right it is this for week over week this is this the smallest biggest blowout that we've had <laughs> that's crazy colin i mean i feel like he started off strong and it's it's just been it's been pretty downhill this part of the season, and I pity the fools. Just been been rolling. You can't come in here putting up one twenty three expecting her to beat her. Yeah, I mean, not with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs coming back to being who they are. And Zay Jones is obviously the target of choice right now over Christian Kirk, so that didn't yes. help him either. Yeah, and Barkley has just been had a phenomenal year. So she's had like 
at least three or four consistent, you know, players that are that have definitely helped. I mean, nothing really stands out to me in this matchup. Isaiah McKenzie stands out to me a little bit. Um, I would watch that one if I were here, and also Rashid White. I don't know like how Leonard Fournette's coming along in his his comeback, but I mean, the Tampa likes to run the ball, and Rashid White can catch the ball, and Tom Brady loves catching running backs, so that could be an option for her. I think that Isaiah McKenzie probably more of a fluke. I do love seeing on the other side, AJ Dillon finally getting some work. That was awesome. Even though they lost, it's nice to see him actually putting up some points. And then uh, George Pickens on the bench. That could be another also potential swap for Kirk going forward. Um, since it seems like that Pickett really, Pickett like, really likes uh, George Pickens. So just th- some things to think about going forward to the next one. So, all right, let's talk about, we're going to save your guys' game to the end. That was a great game. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's talk about uh, Dak to the Future and the original RBD. So third versus fourth. I mean, Dak to the Future with 183 points. Josh Jacobs, man. Josh Jacobs put too. that team on his back and drove him to victory. <laughs> yeah, he put up a third of original RBD's points with one player. I'm on St. Brown, 27 points. That was really good. But, you know, you look at RBD, he had a really good, a few guys that did really well. I mean, Nick. You know, his uh, Bolton, his um, defense, Eckler, 25, you know, Pittman, Geno still holding strong as quarterback. So he had some really good players as well. Yeah, 151 points would beat more than half the teams. Yeah, it's respectable uh, score. Definitely. Yeah, he told, he told me he's coming, coming for it. So <laughs> if he gets Justin Fields back right around the playoff time, that could be enormous for him. I mean, Geno Smith was fine, but... I feel like Justin Fields is just starting to get to the point where he's getting that rhythm of running the ball now. And when you have running quarterbacks, you can see with Josh Allen, right? They put up tons of points. Right. Because they run the ball all the time. You get those running quarterbacks and they get 100 yards rushing a game or something like that or 50 yards. That's a huge bump in your stats. So I don't think that really RBD needs to change anything. And I don't think Dr. Future does. I think both of them played the best game they could have played in that that situation. Yeah, they, Um, they keep it up. They'll definitely guarantee their spots. Yeah, I think I could see both of them being in there um, right now with the way they're playing and the way they have their, their benches set up so they have some depth. Like, um, I saw that original RBD picked up Jamar Chase off the waiver. Like, I didn't know he was on the waiver. Did you guys know he was on the waiver? No, I missed it when you told me. Yeah, he put up, he put $40 down on him and got him. I mean, nobody even bid on him because nobody's saw it. <laughs> right. So, great pickup on his part. That'll... Honestly, that'll help him be able to ride into the playoffs too, is with that as well. Regardless if Chase was hurt or not, he's going to be phenomenal when he comes back. I'm sure that uh, Joe Burrow will be very happy to have him come back. All right. Uh, moving on, if you guys don't have anything else on that, let's talk about girls' rule, Finn for life, taking the L. Mm, second oh, loss yeah. of the season. <laughs> A&N Hispanians was the victorious one. Oh, she was hot. We talked to her after the game and she, she was hot. She was like, I can't believe I lost. Yeah, that I'm getting well, rid of Gasecki. <laughs> you know, we talked. We, t- <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we talked about it before. The last couple of weeks, it felt like she was barely. You know, those games were getting closer and closer. And as her score kept coming down, you know, stopped putting up all those crazy 190, 180 matches, and came back to where everybody else was. We were talking about how gettable that 
that game was starting to become and i'm hoping fingers crossed because i'm playing here this coming week <laughs> you hope the um, train continues i hope it continues well she was stuck kind of playing juju who was very limited in the game that he played slayton I, I don't know man i think that the the giants are uh, hyped up a little more than what they should be now they're starting to show some uh, weaknesses a little bit i mean they have barkley but as far as the past game is more what i'm talking about they're kind of slipping obviously mahomes he didn't have a huge game but he always is consistent right so same with Devonte adams same with mm-hmm. um same with brown as well right at philadelphia so i feel like that those were i mean i don't think her plays necessarily were bad i probably would have been in the same situation um she doesn't want to play boyd right now she doesn't want to play mckinnon so i get where she was coming from but look at her defensive players man i know 19 and points she has 25 points and 33 points stacked three i defense. bet she was like i wish we could flex a defensive player <laughs> 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 that might be something to consider next year flexing putting them into the flex position too a defensive player mm-hmm. i wonder how many people would go with that really high scoring games yeah these I defensive kinda, players are getting a bunch of a lot of what points. do you guys think do you think that would be kind of cool like you guys everybody listen to the podcast let us know what you think like that's kind of a cool idea i think i don't know if you guys think it is the only thing i'll say about that is what i've kind of struggled with the defense if you don't know someone and know that hey this is a good defense player it's hard to find that because I've sort of like tried to research almost like you do, like, who should I start if you're mm-hmm. stuck between two running backs or wide receivers? Uh, the internet and a lot of the fantasy people don't let you really know about defense. So for me, I would, I mean, I think it'd be fine, but we'd have some high scoring games, but also it'd be difficult to figure out like who's the person until you can kind of see their potential. And yeah, then you'd have of to do course, research. Sure. Yeah, and then of course, once games start and people see it, then you're going to be—it's a bid war at that point because everybody. I mean, you could go even like—I uh, know Dr. Future tried to trade away Parsons earlier in the year. Now, if he was, you could play him in a flex. That might be an option, right? Like somebody might consider that into a trade offer. Like, give me this defensive player and this person, and I'll give you these two people or whatever, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's hmm, interesting. Look at me coming up with awesome ideas in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Do you guys have any other takeaways from this other than? Uh, we see we see the second L in there and uh oh boy we see that she crack. is beatable she's beatable seeing a crack in the armor yep yeah little chink there's a little little sword hole right there you can get her <laughs> all right last matchup Portal Combat and Southern Sassafras you guys played it so close so yeah what, what a landslide thoughts? victory <laughs> <laughs> so funny Portal because the last time I looked I was up by like. I don't know, five, eight points. And then when I looked the next day, because I didn't like watch the whole game um, for the Colts, and then I it was such a such a small margin. But hey, a, a W is a W, so it was very it was, close. Obviously, yes. After okay, after Sunday, after the games have been played, I was up by two, like two points, and you had Indy's defense Monday night, and I was like, they're they're projected to do ten. I was like, I'm not watching this game. Like, they're gonna put up some points, <laughs> and they 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 weren't. I just saw those that points going down and down and down. I was like, oh my gosh, is it gonna happen? It it uh, just just enough to to get the win. So congratulations. I mean, to you. it was we- super close. It was a nail biter for sure, and I couldn't look. I would almost be like asking uh, my homeboys, like, hey, check it. Like, what do you think? Do I have a chance that we're going down? 
because you know it's so important these wins these last few weeks so yeah and we were at the jacks game when the etn went out and i was like what like in a very like first drive or something it's like a questionable to return we, we didn't even see anything happen and then he didn't play for the rest of the game i thought for sure so, you know i was going to be able to to get it but it was really a battle back and forth i almost gave myself the uh portals the benchiest player but because i could have put cousins in over brady but mm. if you would have played anybody over etn it would you still would have been able to win it so um i don't think any bad decisions for me especially after cousins put up those negative five points last week i was like i guess i can ride with brady this week so it was fun. It was crazy. Yeah, and close. I think what impacted you too is Fournette and Williams. Both of them just happened to be out and questionable and didn't play. So that really, I think, kind of sorted you out. Yes. Maybe some different people as far as your team goes. I'd say that's something you want to probably look at going forward. You know, Williams, like he's came back, he caught an amazing catch, and then he was right back out in the Kansas City game. And and then he was he didn't play last week. So where is he in his injury? Do you keep him? Do you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's that's a tough one. It is tough. Yeah, I, I I definitely don't see me playing him, but there just wasn't anything worth dropping him for. So, let's say on the other side, like ETN, they said that he was available to come back. They just didn't play him, but that seems pretty questionable to me. As close as the game was, like that you didn't as you don't want to play your week? star running back. Yeah, last week he was available. Oh, like he gotcha. said he was fine. Like he was able to play. And they just went with Hasty instead of him. So I don't just... know. After seeing Hasty play that quarter though, I was like, hey. Yeah. Whoever owns Hasty, if... you may want to consider <laughs> starting him if ETN's out because the, the he looked great. I know uh the whole time I was we were watching the game and the other tight end for the Ravens kept catching the ball. Oh yeah. I'd be right? like Exactly. Like, is that Mark, Mark Andrews? Andrews? He's like, no. He was <laughs> bad the whole time. And a lot of times I saw like they would catch the ball and the other tight end was right next to Mark Andrews when he and got he, the ball. And his jersey is also in the 80s. So it yeah, like 84 or something, I think. Yeah, you yes. couldn't tell until you got like a direct look at it. <laughs> so every time he's and then Mark Andrews, oh my god, there's one or two touchdown passes that were like right in his hands. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, man, he kept overthrowing people like left and right in that game. The like, whole for the Jags. Like, listen, that. I don't need, want the Jags to win, but I need Mark Andrews to catch this touchdown. Right, exactly. You're like, I want the home team to win, but at what cost? All right, well, great matchups last week. They were fun fun to watch. It, there's a lot of position changes, and then it's coming down to two weeks, guys. Make your moves. It's a great um, season. Speaking of moves, let's talk about a couple of the uh, waiver wire pickups. So first question I have is, who is Zonovan Knight? portal <laughs> is this some uh, kind of sneak play you got going on here it is it is a sneaky play no one no one saw it coming just nobody rolling. did nobody bid on him <laughs> <Only Just> you. <laughs> uh well i mean i don't know we'll see what happens I, didn't, was... I have i had money i had some money burning a hole in my pocket yeah i'm that's that's a very good idea right you use your fab you know wisely I don't have any, so it really hurt me last week when I was trying to pick people up. I didn't. I had lost waivers to people, you know, that are bit a dollar if they wanted to. And go looking back, I probably would have managed my money a little differently. But there was a couple other pickups. Like um, I really think the, the Isaiah Pacheco pickup it could be potentially really strong for you, Southern South Frass. 
That could be good. Trevor Lawrence is not a bad play because I think the schedule's pretty good for them going forward. And I saw Hasty got picked up. Nobody put any money on Hasty. He just got him for free. Oh, That's Minshew surprising got him. to me. Of course. He's Minshew always Minions about got the him. Jags. <laughs> put up 20 points last week. So yeah. That's that's that could be really good. I don't know. He's only had a couple games that are over 10. Um, Deshaun Watson got picked up. Be interesting to see what he does. That's another Mitchie Minions move. This guy is making like 60 moves today alone or something. <laughs> it's wild. Elijah Moore, he picked up. Marcus Robinson. Um, let's see anything else here? Yeah, mostly just Mitchie Minions. So we don't, we don't really have to, to talk about that too much with that. So most of the moves are his. Derek Carr. Once you a hill got as far as a running back. Yeah. Well, Derek Carr's a quarterback. Um, and then the only thing oh, yeah. was that Trevor Lawrence, that a couple of people did bid on Trevor Lawrence. The Dr. Future put up three and original Barbara D just put in a zero offer. So there's some interest in Trevor Lawrence. So he's got the upside potential, I think, is, the, is what people like about him. So, all right. Um, moving on. Um, commissioner tip of the week is pretty straightforward. Prepare for the playoffs. Right now, if you're in, you're locked in, and you know you're going to the playoffs, or you're right there, start looking at those matchups that you're going to go into at the playoffs. What, who, when the, those players, who are they playing? Are they playing hard teams? Are they playing softer teams? Can you pivot and put somebody else in your lineup? You know, use your fab to kind of get ready. So if I were that person that already is locked in the playoffs, there's a couple teams that are, that's what I would be pivoting toward. I wouldn't even necessarily worry about the next two weeks as much. Like, yes, set your lineups. But what are you going to look like when you go into the playoffs? And if you are on that cusp of going to the playoffs, look at spin your fab to get your your parts, your your people, and then look at who you're playing against. Like, can you pick up their handcuff? Like, like if you're playing against another team, if they have a back, if they have a primary person that's hurting, can you pick up their their handcuff so that if they don't play, you can play the handcuff? You know, those type of things. So, think strategically. Um, it's going to come into play, especially right now with it coming closer to the end of the season. Players are hurt. Players are tired. Um, you're going to see a lot of more, a lot more questionables out there. It's going to be very common to see people questionable, doubtful, out. I mean, that's the name of the game at this point in the season. With it being a 17 week season, I think last year was the first year they did 17 weeks, right? Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, so not anything super insightful, but you know, something just to keep in the back of your head for you that you guys that are might go to the playoffs. I'll just be down here in my my hole. Uh, with Swood Chubbs <laughs> hanging out. And the last thing I had, I had a question for you guys. So going off your roster today, if we were to add a uh, keeper position into our league and the keeper was your second round pick, who would you keep? And even if you wouldn't keep somebody, give me a, give me a name of, of who you think that would be somebody in the options of keeping. So who wants to go first? Um, I'm ready. Go ready for it. Go. All right. <clears throat> I got, you know, I can't answer you straight, right? Uh, I got, no, I'm going to have three questions, right? Three, three <laughs> answers. I got two. I got. I narrowed it down to two. Pretty good. <laughs> it would either be Derrick Henry or Mark Andrews. And, I mean, right now Derrick Henry is he's the number three running back um, this so far this season, I believe. And Mark Andrews number two tight end. Well, I guess Derrick Henry is three or four. I guess that depends on the PPR and everything, but yeah, yeah we're PPR. So I think he's a little, further but away, I but know yeah. I, it, like, that's the thing. It's, they're not going to stop using them. There's no, they got to bring somebody else to help them. I, I, I don't know how they keep using them that way. I mean, running backs, we know they're not going to, they're going to last forever, mm-hmm. but yep. I mean, I'm not going to 
try to predict his downfall and say I would ride even if he ends up, you know, a top 10 next year and he slowly starts coming down that would be that would still be pretty good i i think he's i wouldn't even say he's more prone to injury mark andrews has been hurt for part of the season the last two years still number two on the, the year it's crazy yeah yeah exactly so it would be one of those for sure i would definitely have to think about it what about you southern sassafras <clears throat> i would keep chris godwin really chris godwin yep as a second round yeah I mean, for me, he's been the most consistent on my team. He hasn't had any injuries. Even over Brady, Yes. Because considering um, the Rams and what they look like. And yeah, Cup, Cup has been consistent, but he's injured and he has been out for the last, you know, what, two or three weeks now. He's still got three to four weeks to go. I mean, he could not play the rest of the season, really. They have no reason to play him. And next year, you just never know when a, when there's a, that big of a significant injury to a player and they have to have surgery. You just never know how they're going to come back. So, yeah, Chris Godwin is who I would keep because um, he's just consistently gives me points. And well, I think mine's going to be like a no brainer. And I think that people would agree. Christian McCaffrey would be my keeper. He's a he's a an awesome running back. And now he's on an even better team. I think that. As soon as, as soon as he gets played and a little more healthy, he's going to be their guy, right? So, uh, and San Francisco loves to run the ball, and the guy can throw touchdowns. Yeah. So why not play him? So I know I got a lot of flack for picking him up, like as early as I did, but he's he's just so good. Like he's not injury prone. Like yes, he did get hurt one season, but for the most part, he's not doesn't stay injured. He's pretty solid as long as he doesn't get overworked. You know, like that's what happened with like Henry last week. Years he just got overworked. Right. So as long as they they do it and they love committee backfield in San Francisco, so I feel like if he stays at San Francisco, it's only good things for him. Um, all right, that's all we have for the podcast. Uh, next week we may have some special guests and we will definitely have a different format. So tune in. We're gonna be prepping for the playoffs, so we'll be giving you guys some advice on the playoff, the teams that are in contention for the playoffs, what we see, who's locked in, those kind of things. So tune in, tune in next week because it's about to get fun. Oh yeah, trophy presentations coming up in about a month. We'll have we'll have our 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 champion decided. Good luck to everybody. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week.